Hello, Cultivate. Uh, it's good to be with you again. This is Jay um, back with you with another episode of our Cultivate Chats. We still haven't come up with a better name for those, so um, that's what we're going with for now. But um, every episode of our podcast, we are checking in with another member of our community to see what their life looks like in the midst of being physically distant from one another and just to hear how God is meeting them uh, in the midst of all that and to learn how to pray for each other. So today we have Laura Young uh, who's joining us. So thanks for coming on and doing this for us uh, today, Laura. Absolutely. So um, you, you've heard the three questions that we, uh, we keep asking everybody. So uh, it'd be great to learn just what daily life looks like for you. Um, yeah, so give us a, a picture of that if you could. Sure. Well, um, first and foremost, one word, and that is quiet. And I know that that's probably unique um, <laughs> uh, to what a lot of other individuals are saying, but um, I live by myself. Um, I do have a cat. He doesn't make much noise, but um, I've been working from home um, in my third week now. And um, you know, I think the first challenge was really creating a new routine. Um, and so, um, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've put a new routine together starting in the morning. What do I need to do first, second, third? Um, and then basically being prepared to sit down and, and actually work. Um, um, professionally, my job is I'm a human resources director for a pharmaceutical company. We have um, 200 employees and a hundred of our employees are actually out in the field. They're pharmaceutical reps. Um, I have found my, my position um, challenging during this time because um, I've been concerned about all 200 of our employees. Yeah. Uh, I've been, been working with um, our senior executives to put regular communication together, um, looking you know, at all the ways to protect our employees, make sure everyone's safe, keep them out of harm's way. Um, you know, Each of the different states that we're in have had different laws passed, different orders passed. What do we need to do from that perspective? Hmm. Um, I've also found that a lot of folks you know, have been calling me and emailing me um, in their fear and anxiety and so, you know, I found that what I needed to do was in some way that I could help, um, help them with that fear and anxiety. And if it's even in just some small way, um, that's how I've, I've viewed my, my role um, mm -hmm. at the company. Um, I've been also trying to send out as much information as possible to our employees about their insurance and you know EAP counseling and and all types of things. So um, it's given me extra purpose, if you will. So yeah. I've really appreciated that. Hmm. Um, other other ways that daily life has been looking for me personally is um, first and foremost limiting my exposure to the news. Hmm. Um, it doesn't help. <laughs> it only can hurt. <laughs> Um, my, my chiropractor posted something on Facebook this morning. He said, um, our thoughts around COVID-19 will, um, injure us before it, or injure our, us mentally before it'll injure, injure us physically. And I thought, 
you know, that's so true because I've found it's really about, you know, looking at my, looking at my thoughts, being aware of my thoughts right now um, yeah. and limiting myself um, in terms of the news has been really, really important. Um, I don't have regular TV or cable. Um, I just have Netflix, so I can't just turn on the news, but, um, you know, I, I get about 10 minutes of news in the morning when I'm getting dressed, basically. Mm -hmm. um, the, the other thing, Jay, that I've been doing for a number of years and have um, been continuing through this time is what I call a daily gratitude practice. And um, I have uh, one individual now that on every morning we text back and forth something that we're grateful for. And I've been doing this for about four years now, and it's really helped to, um, during difficult times, remember all of the things that I am grateful for. So um, I've also um, found, you know, that being out in nature, I mean, nature truly is God's design, right? Mm -hmm. And um, he designed it for us for many reasons, but right now it's a respite, it's beauty, it's joy, it's um, breathtaking, it, it gives comfort. And every day I've been going outside and making sure that I'm looking around and noticing it's, it's probably the most beautiful season of the year with everything coming in bloom. Mm. And, you know, if it was a normal time, I would just be zipping past it at 70 miles an hour on 295, <laughs> but now I'm, I'm really noticing it. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I've also been noticing um, simplicity and how, because so many things we can't do right now, um, how much simpler and calmer my thoughts, my mind, my and my body are really mm. um i was talking to a friend this morning and she said i'm so excited i found clorox wipes toilet paper and tissues today and i said to her you know what i'm gonna remind you of that in five months how excited <laughs> you were for the simple joy of finding those three things at the supermarket and it's true though um you know we're right now we're we're limited to very um few things and very simple things. And I, I'm just enjoying that simplicity. I've been cooking a lot more than I have in years. Um, and, you know, that has been very calming as well. Mm. Um, you know, and something I heard you say, um, you know, we're discovering our need for community. Um, and that, that really struck me because um, all of the places that I am connecting right now, Jay, are through various communities. Mm -hmm. um, and even if it's yelling across to my neighbor in my backyard, um, mm -hmm. she's my local community. So yeah. um, that's really become apparent. And, and I'm so um, grateful for that. It, it's, you know, um, I, I say, why do tragic things have to happen before we realize what's so important, right? And mm -hmm. here we are amidst this and we're realizing things or I'm realizing the things that, that truly are important. And I just hope that I'll remember them after all this has passed 
you know, and, and hope that other people will. So. Yeah. I mean, certainly, you know, when you think of going through an experience like this, there are so many, you know, tragic and, and um, unfortunate and, and horrible uh, effects of it that, you know, we, we were caused to, to, they are themselves caused to pray, to, uh, to ask God to relent, you know, to release people from, and, and, um, but I, I, I do think that it's important, you know, something that you highlighted is, is to remember the gifts that were being given, um, during this experience as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> whether those, you know, gifts be, gratitude for the things the simple things that we do have in our lives or the ability to slow down from our frenetic pace to um uh to take in you know whether that's god's creation or uh the simple connection of another human being seeing someone's face and hearing their voice um realizing that we are made for those kinds of um experiences you know that that's and i i I was thinking about it this way that that um, that those are um, meant to be wor- exercises of worship mm. where we and what I mean by that is simply that we include God in that noticing of our needs and the provision of how those needs are being met um, right and when you bring God into those moments, that is worship, you know, and I think we're all being given the gift of, um, of worship, you know, of, of having those moments of noticing, um, which is, you know, how, how you seem to be processing uh, this experience, um, which I think is a great gift to give to the rest of our community is that kind of perspective. Mm. So how are you, um, you know, you mentioned kind of staying in connected connection with people. What other ways are you finding to try to maintain a sense of community, you know, you're, <clears throat> you're in a, a different um, daily situation than someone like me, whose, you know, house is very loud and, um, <laughs> you know, as we're uh, homeschooling kids and all that, but um, yeah, how, how are you pursuing that um, with other people? Um, talking with, um, with friends, talking with um, actually my brother um, much more frequently um, which has been great. Um, staying connected with a, um, um, a group that I'm, um, I've been actively involved with um, in, in meetings, so doing that. Um, and my neighbors, actually, my next door neighbors, um, they love being out in the backyard. And so whenever I'm feeling it's too quiet inside, I go out and they're sitting on their deck or gardening or something. So that's how I've been doing it. Yeah. Great. Well, um, how can we pray for you? Um, well, did we want to talk about how I'm experiencing God in the midst of all this? We sort of touched on elements of that, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, um, I did have a couple of thoughts about that. Um, you know, I talked about, um, being in nature and, and that's been great. Um, some of the other things, Jay, in terms of experiencing, um, God in the midst is, um, you know, really just trying to remain and, and remaining present. 
Um, and something you had said not too long ago was that um, God is in the present and God is right. God is here right now. So I think in any moments of um, fear or anxi anxiety that can bubble up, um, I just hear you saying that God is present right now, right now. And it's not um, two minutes from now, but he's here right now. Mm. Um, you know, one of the things I talked about before was being careful with thoughts, my thoughts. Um, and I think God is helping me to continually renew my mind, be in the present, not go the way of negative thoughts, catastrophizing thoughts. Mm. Um, I, I'm really grateful and blessed that I have a job. I'm not fearful of losing my job. I haven't had to take a pay cut. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, mm. So the, the renewing of the mind, I think that is just really very, very important. Um, um, eyes to see um, is something else that I've been feeling like God has shown me. Um, for example, a coworker two weeks ago was telling me that his, um, his mother-in-law was um, severely ill. And this morning I woke up and I felt a nudge to reach out to him. And he said to me, she just passed away an hour ago. And um, okay. so I think God is directing me and reminding me um, to see um, with his eyes and um, see more than normal, if that makes sense. I heard mm -hmm. someone say something last night, which really struck me. Um, it was a sh very short story and it was, um, look around the room and look for all the things that are red. Close your eyes and try to remember the things that were green. And the point of the story was, if you only look at one thing, you're only gonna see one thing. So I just feel like God is prompting me to, to see, to see more. Mm -hmm. um, and from there to be, you know, um, responsive to what I see. So if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then finally, just to be an encouragement to others, um, you know, talking to a lot of people, hairdressers and waitresses and massage therapists who are all out of work and, um, you know, how can I be an encouragement to them? So um, finally, your, your question was, how can the community pray for me? And I, I think that, um, one of the things I, I felt nudged about is, you know, I'm, I'm not doing enough. Um, I'm doing things, I'm being encouraging, I'm, you know, sharing meals and things like that, you know, that I make, but um, I feel like I'm not doing as much as I can be. So if hmm. maybe that's the prayer um, yeah. that um, God maybe push me a little harder or, um, yeah, I think that's it. So, yeah, that I've been thinking about that a lot, <laughs> um, and I know uh, one of the things I know about you, Laura, is is um, is how much joy you gain from being a helper to other people, whether that be through encouraging words or gifts or acts of service, and it can be a real challenge to, like, what does love look like when you can't, you know, be 
when you can't do those things that you would normally default to do, you know, right. and it can often feel like we're left with this sense of like, I should be doing more, but I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what to do, you know? Right. Um, but I think the key is in like what you said about having, um, if I can use the phrase spiritual sight, you know, that as you pray for God to give you eyes to see, then your, your, your real sole responsibility is to um, simply respond to what he shows you and no more and no less, you know, because right. I think we can have this sort of nebulous feeling of guilt, like we should be doing more, but we have no idea what that is. And the more I think about it, the more I'm convinced that that's really not God's prompting, mm -hmm. you know, because mm. um, God wants us to walk with him. Right. And he'll give us the ability to do so. Um, I think if we're open and available to him, you know, so just as an encouragement to you, you know, thank you for um, the ways that you're always looking to, to encourage and to serve other people. And um, I, I, you know, I trust that as you continue to pray, for God to give you sight that he'll do so and um, he'll make you a blessing to other people. Thank you. So and I would encourage you, um, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, um, you know, I, I don't know if I've said this before, but before you let the, you know, the next podcast sort of uh, come in right on the heels of it, take a moment to stop and pray for the people that are, um, they, that you've just heard from. So um so that today that means for for laura just uh press the pause button and um and lift her up and um i know she'll be doing the same thing for you so thanks for joining us laura it's um, a real pleasure to have you uh come on and and talk about what god's doing in your life and um thanks for being here thanks jay all right thank you guys for listening in again and uh, we'll be coming at you with another podcast soon peace <music>